Good morning, good morning. This is Brenda Shoshana back with you again today for another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. So happy to be here with you. It's a pleasure and thank you so much for all your wonderful notes and emails and responses. Today we're going to talk about something that we all go through, of course. It's called, the episode for today is called Leaving the House of Sorrow. Wow. The House of Sorrow. What is that? That's a, that itself is a Zen koan. And it could be said that we all, all of us, we all live in a house of sorrow at times, not always. And this is not to say that sorrow or sadness is bad or that we should avoid it or hide from it or repress it, not at all. We certainly must and need to acknowledge it, feel it, say hello to it, welcome it. But sometimes we can really get trapped inside sorrow. In I call it the house of sorrow. It becomes like a, a house or a cage. It seems to surround us. It seems that our, it takes over our whole entire life when we're facing a very difficult or painful situation. It seeks sorrow can the same way anger can do that, many, many feelings can do that. We can look through the eyes of sorrow at everything, and then, unfortunately, when that takes over, there are many, many unfortunate consequences. We can become very hard to live, to go on. There's a big rash of suicides going on now. And I wanted to really explore from the Zen point of view from the Zen point of view, sorrow and where it comes from and how we can taste it, experience it, and then leave, take the next step and experience also the beauty that is available to us, the fun, the joy, the hope. So I was thinking, you know, yesterday I was visiting with someone who is in a fairly dire circumstances, and we were sitting on the patio outside of this rehab where there were many people all around us in similar, maybe not as dire, but in similar circumstances of distress or pain or somehow their life had been interrupted by something and they became needful of rehab or medical care or hospital care like that. So there we were sitting on this patio outside in, in Manhattan, in the city, and, and it was, from out of nowhere, these beautiful little birds came, flew right, right where we were and began pecking at the cement pavement looking for food for something, a little bit to eat. And this little bird in particular, beautiful little bird, came we threw a few little things on the floor for them to eat, and he pecked. He picked up his little piece of food. He looked at us, and he took it, and he flew away. He seemed very pleased. <laughs> he took what he found and moved on. He didn't stay longer, I noticed, than he had to. And he didn't throw away what he gathered and go pecking around looking for something else. He took whatever it was that was given to him. And he knew that little bird, he came, he looked at us, he looked at others, he knew exactly what he'd come for, and he did, wasn't distracted by all the other events and birds and activities and whatever was going on. He was very one-pointed and very clear. 
He came as if to say hello, took his little offering and left. Beautiful. I was very touched by this bird. I was very moved by the way he functioned. And I was thinking to myself, much of our sorrow comes when we cannot take whatever is offered. Something We get different offerings in our life. Something comes to us. We may not at all like what it is that's being offered. We may not want it, but there it is. Something comes. And we're looking and pecking around looking for something else, and this comes. Now, when we can take it, just take it. That's a Zen teaching, a very profound and beautiful Zen teaching. Just take it. No, but we don't do that. We don't just take it experience it, be with it until it's over, until we can fly away or the event or the situation dissolves, which it will. Every single event and situation and condition is temporary. It has to be. And when it's given to us from the Zen point of view, we need to learn how to take it, be with it, do what is called for, not demand something better, not complain and complain and endlessly about what's happened not dwell on the way things were in the past and oh if they only could be that way again that itself is the cause of our sorrow and distress and despair the way we receive what's take what's given some people i noticed sitting on that patio were seemed to be at ease they were just sitting there at ease getting a little bit of a breeze looking around, enjoying whatever was available to them. Others were not at ease. They were very distressed. And they were calling always for some kind of help, some kind of way to change what they had been given. Maybe they were demanding a better body. Maybe they were demanding that they be younger. Maybe others wanted to be out of pain. And others might have been wishing for guests who were meaningful to them. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of those requests or needs or wishes. It's normal. It's human, of course. We want that. It's good to notice it. It's good to feel it. And then to return to what we've been given and be with it. Not let these wishes and hopes and dreams, which might be different from what's actually present now, take over our lives and wash us away. It's like a tide from the ocean coming in and it just washes us away, pulls us right out from shore, tosses us about in the waves of I wish, I hope, it was, it couldn't, shouldn't be, it couldn't be. Those are waves that come in from the ocean, tossing us all around. And what we need to do for sorrow to pass is to stay on the shore stay where we are be with what we have appreciate it for what it is it might not be to our liking very often it's not in a situation like that but there we are let's find in this situation what's valuable let's just be with it let's receive it and let's understand as we do that we kind of understand something more about it and not only do we understand something more about it we grow in all kinds of ways we grow in patience we may grow in compassion for someone else who's going through this situation in our ability to be empathic there's growth 
there's a lot of growth available in all kinds of situations, especially in the ones that we may not want. And, you know, a great deal of life, whatever life offers, is really wonderful and beautiful, and, and a lot of it is not to our liking. And when it's not to our liking, we fight it off, we complain, we throw it away. And then if it hangs around for too long, we fall into sorrow. We feel helpless. Why can't I make this better? We begin to feel helpless. We're not helpless, by the way. We're not helpless. But some situations are here, and, it, and it's important for us to experience them. So they're given to us, but we're not helpless because it's arrived. In fact, the most wonderful, wonderful way to turn this situation around would be to feel even grateful for it. Wow, I'm alive and look what I'm experiencing now. That's very hard to get to that place at certain times, but when it does come, it's a very beautiful moment and that's a moment of a big expansion of the way we view our lives. But what usually in our life when things happen, we forget what we've come here for. And we're constantly distracted by the endless people, events, and displays all around us. And therefore we begin complaining about the deep dissatisfaction or disappointment we have with our lives. This is very sad, and it's this reaction of ours that is causing the sorrow and in many cases locking us into a house of sorrow and not only locking us in, creating a lot of damage along the way. And I, I wanted to say something in thinking about this. I wanted to say, rather than struggle to have everything be exactly to our liking, it's quite a struggle, <laughs> always changing things, fixing them, trying to fix them up. Rather than doing that, why not stop wanting everything to be our way? Isn't that something? Better just to take what is offered completely and say thank you for it, whether or not it's what we expected or might enjoy. You know, when we do that, when we stop resisting and fighting off experiences and life, not only do we not, we stop wasting our energy, we have a lot more energy to deal with everything, but our experiences by themselves fall into a kind of a harmony. And most importantly, of course, we are leaving that house of sorrow that we might have become locked into. Fresh air. We allow some fresh air in. The windows open. The doors open. We're allowing some fresh air in. If we don't, sorrow becomes exhausting and leaves us little room to breathe deeply and to enjoy the moment or to see the sunlight that's just above us about to break through. So I, before I, I close for today, I wanted to offer a few little exercises you might do or, or contemplations or moments of thought, call it whatever you like. It would be nice to take a few moments and take a look at what is it you fight off or you refuse or you complain about over and over again in your life. And just take a moment to notice what good does that do you or anyone? Does it change anything? Does it fix it? 
Now for each item that you do that with, practice something entirely different. Just practice it in your mind at first so you don't have to be confronted with it, but when you practice it in your mind, little by little, when you are confronted with something, it's easier to be with it. So whatever these situations are that you refuse or complain about, for now, just take it completely. Offer no resistance at all. Be fully with whatever is given to you. And even say thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. When you do this again and again, a fascinating thing happens. No matter what you're up against, no matter what it is, little by little, what's going to happen is that your sorrow is going to slowly melt away. And surprising joys and pleasure will come that you never even imagined or expected. So I thank you very much for joining us today and listening to the podcast. Um, you can find all the podcasts on www.zenwisdomtoday.com and you can also listen to them on iTunes or many of the other available uh, offerings. And I thank you for being with us. We'll, we'll be with you next week. And next week we will go a little more deeply into this, this and other wonderful ways of leaving the house of sorrow behind. Again, thanks for being with us. And by the way, I would recommend, if you would like it, I've written many different books. You might enjoy them. People have been asking me, what have you written that can help with this? Along with the book, Just Grab the Dust Rag, there is another one called Zen and the Art of Falling in Love that many, many, many people have loved. It's not about only falling in love with a person, but it's really about falling in love with life itself. So that's available for you to have a beautiful, beautiful day. See you soon.